Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. Um, now, on to the Sharks. Adam Fenor Blake signs with the Sharkies. Um, I'll be honest, when we first brought this up on this podcast, it might have been, was it you, Matty, that first tipped it up? Or was yeah. It, yeah. And so we started talking about the Sharkies, and, and initially I was like, it's a match made in heaven. It's a match made in heaven. Then it went all quiet, and I was like, oh, it's just like, there's no smoke here. There's literally no smoke between the Sharks and the Warriors. And so I thought, okay, it's just not happening. And then, boom, it drops. First of all, I want to give the Sharkies massive credit here. Like The Sharkies are, so, are being so subtle at their improvements and you, you, just, you don't actually realise how much progress they've made as a club in the last three years. Um, I think this is an incredible signing. I think that this forward pack with Adam Fenor Blake, and on top of that, I think the Warriors have come out, because you confirm this, have confirmed they're not getting a player swap. So this is just a straight signing of AF- AFB. I love this signing, and I think the Sharks have handled the whole situation masterfully. Yeah, it sort of just came from nowhere, didn't it? Like, it was, everyone was talking Dragons. Yeah. They were talking every club except the Sharks. And then just, boom, drops. Yeah. And I even thought by some of, you know, Shane Flanagan's comments over the months, I thought Dragons were a, a real good thing. Yeah, like I – yeah, it came out of nowhere, and credit to the Sharkies. Uh, and no leaks, nothing. Nothing. And credit to Craig Fitzgibbon as well. Like I said a few months ago, like the fact that before he even had a coaching game under his belt, he had signed Nico Hines, he had signed Dale Finucane, these sort of guys. Uh, and you know what? Like they've they've made finals, but you know there is still concerns around the Sharkies. For sure, but fairly or unfairly, and he's managed think, to get an AFB. Uh, like I, I get that. I get the concerns about the Sharkies, and I understand why fans are like, "Look, we've got this good roster. We should be, you know, delivering in the big games." But you have to compare it to where the Sharks were. Like, you've got a, a 26, 27-year-old Dally M7 at the club. When was the last time you had a Dally M7 at the club that's now played for New South Wales? And did he play for Australia? He did play for Australia, yeah, didn't he? Yep, yep. And for Australia. Like, 
that's that's not. And then you look at the the roster around him. You've got Mulatalo. You know what I mean? Like this roster a few years ago was nowhere near the roster it is today. Obviously, you know when they won the comp, the roster was better. But what I'm saying is, is since they since that that um, you know Lewis Gallon, all those boys retired, they've kind of been okay whereas this this they're going so well at the moment that people are angry that they don't go deeper into the finals whereas before Fitzgibbon came in if you said oh he's going to sign uh the Dalian player of the year for unders and you're going to be you know coming second that year and blah blah you'd go are you serious I'll take that any day of the week yeah completely agree Mm. but it is you know like it almost sounds negative to the Sharks but it's a compliment that I'm expecting more from them. Yeah. That's the sort of side they've got and it's the sort of squad they've got. And adding AFB is huge. Can be I, I you know, I, I look at Adam Fanor Blake and is he a top five front row in rugby league? I definitely think so. Absolutely. But then I also look at him and I, I still think that there is a bit of a gap between him and, you know, your Payne Harses and your James Fisher Harrises. And I, I really want to see AFB. And once again I say this about AFB because I know he can get to that level as well. I think he is the absolute best front rower of the rest, but I want to see him really push into that Fisher Harris and Payne Har- and Payne Harris mm. sort of echelon. You, you don't reckon he did it last year? No. Didn't he win a Dalian? Not against those sides he didn't. Against the other yeah, sides he did. Fair. But when I see him go up against Payne Haas and Fish, I still feel there's a there's a gap between them. Mm. And I think AFB, I know AFB, has got the potential to close that gap. And that's where – is what we spoke about a few months ago when we are talking about is he worth a million dollars? And that's why I say no. Because I don't think he's quite at that A million dollars of the old cap. In the old cap, yeah, yeah, yeah. New cap. New cap. Around there, but probably not a million still. Because I want to see him go to that next level. Yeah, okay. Okay. Timmy, what do you reckon? So excited for the Sharkies. We've sort of sat there in the last two years, said, well, probably not the last two years, last 12 months after that breakout season under Fitzgibbon said, you know, they're getting towards becoming a premiership threat, but still just being off. I had at the start of this year them really pushing for, you know, deep into September footy. Fanua Blake comes in, one of the best middles in the game. I'm with Guru, probably just off Tino Painhouse Cup, these boys, but not far off. He was enormous last year. The other thing with uh, Adam Fanua Blake, he's 28 years old, just turned 28, 28 mm. in November. So, you know, he's not, he's a veteran of the game. It feels like he's been around forever. But again, there's no reason why if he's not fit and healthy that he can't get to that level. So the Sharkies, I think you'd be relatively bold not to say that they, they can't, really compete for a title over the next two to three years yeah see i would have if you're saying if you're saying he's not you know one two like Payne Haas and um you know fisher harrison that or you know i still would have him in the same tier though i would still have him in the same tier um i really do think he offers something quite unique that those boys actually don't offer i think he's quite a different front rower to them um i'm trying to think of were they, was he the front rower in the year that the Manly went on that great run? No, no. No, they'd, he, okay, he so just left. left. So when you said, has he done it against the big teams, that's, that's a good point. I'm trying to think, has he done it against the best for, front For rowers? me, Adam Fanua Blake really represented like the New Zealand Warriors this year to me. They are a great side. They are a top four side. But are they going to be able to compete with the best of the best? And I didn't think so all season. Now, AFB, I'm not saying he can't compete with Do them. Do you think that if you put him in those sides, though... He would be able to? Potentially, but I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to see it. Like, he, he, he was in a top four side this year, but going like, to the Sharkies. Uh, I think, I guess the question would be, when you look at the Warriors forward pack and then you look at the Panthers and the Broncos, 
his job is harder than the Panthers and the Broncos because a he's the main guy. Like all they have to do is when he. Whereas okay, when, but I saw Payne Haas in one of the worst sides I've ever seen still well, be dominant week to week. We're talking about a goat front rower, like. Oh, that, but mate, that's what I'm saying though. Like I, I, I think AFB's got all the skill set, and you're right, he has got little things in his game that Payne Haas and Fisher Harris can't provide. And I just want to see him go to that next level and really push those guys. Mm. It's like once again, I sound like I'm being asshole at AFB. It's only because I expect so much from him because I know how fucking talented he is, mm. and that he has got. You're exactly right. Things that those other guys can't offer. Because mm. you could make the argument, Adam Fenor Blake led the Warriors aside that a lot of people had, you know, fucking last or yep. 14th or 15th or 13th or whatever to, you know, a prelim. Whereas Payne Haas for a few years, he was in a, he was in a spoon side. Mm. Um, even though, again, I still have Payne Haas as number one for me. But I'm just, yeah, I think... What I'm not sure of, how far behind Fisher-Harris, Leota, and Payne Haas is he and Tino? As I said, I don't think he's too far behind, but yeah. I wouldn't have him in that absolute top tier. Okay, okay. So not in the top tier. No, I'd have him the absolute top of the next tier, no doubt about okay. it. But I, I want to see him take that next step. Okay, he's definitely top tier for me. Timmy, top tier or just the top of the next tier? I, I'm happy to go top of the second tier. Payne Haas, Tino, <laughs> Fisher-Harris... Leota's probably top of the second tier. It's hard to split Fisher-Harris and It's Leota. so hard to split. They're hard guys to put in. I, like, yes. I want to put Fisher-Harris ahead of Leota, but then I'm like, based on what? Like They do everything the same, together. just destroy people. So yeah. it's like, let's just partner them together. Yeah. Um, top tier or top of the second tier? No, nah, I don't top tier. He was, he was ridiculous last year, but I do understand exactly what you're saying, Guru. I have a question for you guys. Are you guys happy you went to the Sharks? Because I think I'm in the minority here. I did not want him to go to a lower team. I didn't want him to go to a rebuild team. It's not like the Luai situation. Luai's won three comms. Adafinal Blake has been in a good team for maybe last year, and you could argue the, all the other years, you know, he was part of a Warriors team that didn't make finals, Manly didn't really make the finals that much. I wanted Adafinal Blake to go to a team that can challenge. Um, I'm just wondering if you guys feel the same. Has he not gone to a team that can challenge? That's what I mean. I like, reckon like, they can all, 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 like, No, that's what I'm saying. All the talk was he's going to go to Dragons. Oh, you wanted – so the talk was – People wanted him to go to a bottom tier yeah, side to wanted, help them. People wanted, yeah, exactly. People yeah, wanted okay. that. Matt, I, I'm stoked that he went to the Sharks. Matt, Matty's like, South Sydney were crying out. <laughs> I was disappointed that he didn't lo- – firstly, I was disappointed he was leaving the Warriors after what they've built. I wish he stayed there and kept going with it. But, you know, coming back here, probably got family here, or not probably, has family here and all that. Who knows what reasons. I would love to have seen him lob at the Doggies or the Dragons. I, I really would have. And for AFB, he wants to come and compete for premierships immediately. I get that. So it's no knock on his decision. But uh, as, just as a rugby league fan in general, I saw the Dragons battling last year, the Doggies, and I just want to see the playing field levelled. I think the Bulldogs are building towards something so special, but they are so in need of a middle forward and a dominant one. I'd love to have seen him land there. I think he could have been some X factor in that Dragons pack. Um, but... I think I think the doggies. I actually saw a tweet. I hope it's real. Um, you just never know these days. Bloody the, in, the interwebs. It'll get you. It'll get you, mate. Um, but Gus Gould, I think a comment basically said like everyone's been crying out for a, a middle at the Bulldogs. Like you know, we don't have the, the middle isn't that great. And he responded, um, you know, basically stay patient. But apparently he's like our young forwards coming through in a few years. You yeah. are going to absolutely. So it seems like they're doing a similar thing to what the Panthers did where they just went, they almost cleaned out some of the older boys and just said, we're going all in on the youth. Um, because you'd, you'd almost be shocked why the Bulldogs wouldn't sign a guy like. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's an extraordinary amount of similarities between <coughs> Gus's early days at Penrith, 
and what's happening at the Dobbies right now. Mm. They are yeah. staying patient. They're building slowly. Yeah. It's not going to come overnight, but, gee, there's a lot of good signs in place. They, mm. just, they want results this year, not winning grand final, but building towards finals football, but the signs are great at the Dobbies. Yeah. In answer to Maddie's question, I love that he signed at the Sharks, though. Cause I, I love it. It's like a left-field signing for me. It's good, yeah. It's, it's something a little bit different. You would expect him to sign at a bottom club for... Mm. A mozza, but I, I like that he's gone to the Sharkies and him under Fitzy. Yeah, I, I love it. And you know, I, I love watching the Sharks play because I find them so entertaining. I love their brand of footy. I love Nico Hines. I equally find them so fucking frustrating because mm. I think they should achieve more than what they have the last two years. Because I have high expectations, and Adam Fanua Blake is exactly the same. And I just, I really do hope that the Sharkies can take that next step and proper compete come finals time. Imagine Nico behind the front row like that. Unreal. Like yeah, he is yeah. a running seven. Like he is an on the ball, in your face, play what you see, and he's got going to do it off Adam Fanor. And like I love the Sharkies forward pack at the, at the moment. I think it's one of the better forward packs in the team in the comp. But I look at it and go, okay, who's the alpha? Yeah, who's the guy in that pack? There isn't really a guy. There's very good players. Like Hunt in has there. moments, and you know, you know, Rudolph will have some moments. Not but they don't week in, week out dominate the forward yeah, pack. Exactly right. Not just Nick. I'm excited for Blake Braley. I think yeah. he's got one of the better running games in the competition as a nine. I think we've seen enough bits and pieces, but like we saw what Fanua Blake did for Wade Egan. Mm. Wade Egan yeah. this year oh, like went through the point. roof. And I think Blake Braley's running game off the back of Fanua Blake and what he'll do through the middle, the amount of damage he'll do, the quick play of the balls. I think Blake Braley can go to another level. And I also think with AFB, and you know, when you're talking Blake Braley, when you're talking about Hines. Like, he's as dangerous with the ball as he is without it. Yeah. I think you, you look at the way the Warriors, and especially Sean Johnson, used him over the last couple of years, the way that they just put him in certain spots. Like, one of their pet plays is going down that left side, AFB. They faceball him to Jackson Ford. Mm. It's just all the eyes are all on AFB, and there's just there's so much you can do around yeah. him. Uh, and I, I think it is something that, as you said, he can do things that certain other players can't. I think AFB's awareness is a little bit underrated mm. in that facet of the game. Man, he, man him under Fitzgibbon. Him with Dale Finucane, you know, like, there's a lot to love. I, I'm excited. And, and as I said, I like that it's like this left-field signing. I don't know why, but I just never pictured AFB in a Sharkies jersey. Yeah. I pictured him in a Doggies jersey. I could see him in a Rabbitohs, a Dragons. But a Sharkies jersey, it just didn't – I don't know why. But even though we were sitting here saying it's probably the best fit out of the lot, I will say, tiny bit, tiny bit surprised there wasn't whispers the Rabbitohs were interested because – Burgess is – is this his last year in his contract or one more? Last right year of his contract, yep. So Bur – and, like, Burgess is their big dog. Burgess is their big dog. He'd be on, I'd assume, a good, a good wicket. If you want to replace like for like, I know they're a different type of player, but what do we always talk about? Like, the alpha dog in the pack. What's well, Burgess for the – I know Totola has kind of taken that mantle, but Burgess is the guy. Like, he is the main guy. Very surprised there wasn't at least a little bit of chatter because he's from the mascot area. He's a mascot junior. Yep. And he would – fit that like imagine that roster Holy if moly. B come to it yeah it'd be a good fit oh and especially you know he's he's not a front row forward that people talk about much but with harm Salo leaving Southson you're going to miss him so much yeah agreed I, I am a little bit concerned of the pack yep. of the Rabbitohs but we'll get into that uh, we've got a few weeks to do that <laughs> uh, um, uh, anything else on AFB arms oh uh, Warriors Warriors I am I'm actually really um Upset's a strong word, but I'm actually a bit sad for the Warriors. I think they've been dudded in this whole situation and not dudded in, I am absolutely taking nothing away from the personal stuff going on in AFB's life. I know people like to say, oh, he left manly. Guys, things change in people's lives. Like you can have family issues 
multiple years. So you have to take this guy at his word if, unless you've got evidence to suggest otherwise. Um, so this is to take nothing away from the seriousness of what's going on in AFB's life, the reasons for why he needs to come back to Australia. But I do think massive, massive losers in this are the Warriors. That are, we have seen how hard it is to find a big alpha dog in the middle. What is essentially the one thing that all the lower tier clubs are missing? Yeah. It's a big alpha dog in the middle. Like it really is. And you go, oh, well, yeah, you could say that about any position. Yeah, you could probably say it about number seven, maybe fullback and front row. But it doesn't get appreciated enough um, that the front row, like for example, Bromwich when he was at the Storm, I think he was one of their highest paid players. Like that should tell you something. The Melbourne Storm, the most dominant club of the last 20 years, was paying their front rower one of the most, the biggest wages in the comp. And a guy like AFB, I really hope that the Warriors, A, they've got time to obviously go out and sign with their money is going to free up or they've got young guys coming through because from what I see now of who they have, they don't have a ready replacement for AFB. Yeah, I don't think they do. And <laughs> bloody tough to have a replacement for a guy like oh. him. Same as, you know, and as I said, you know, I've got him at the top of that second category. It, it's impossible to have a replacement for Fish. It's impossible to have a replacement for Payne Haas. Like, you just, you cannot find these guys around. I, I do feel sorry for the New Zealand Warriors, and I think it is just the unfortunate reality well, of... For example, the reason, like, obviously I'm closer to the Broncos, so I know a little bit more about them. There's obviously no replacement for Payne Haas, but there are... Um, young guys that they have in their squad that they go, you know, they're not going to be Payne Haas, but he's a he's something special. We think he could be the next guy. The thing I look at that Warriors squad, I just don't see in that squad currently. And look, no one loves rookies more than us mm. coming out and exploding and killing it. But I just don't see in that squad currently a guy that could replace. I, I if I'm being honest, like so didn't so Barnett ended up moving to the middle, didn't he? Yeah. So you've you've already you're already bringing an edge. He was edge at the, the Knights, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he played. He played both. A bit of both. Yeah. <clears throat> but you're already bringing, bringing in a guy that can play both rather than an out and out front rower. So they're already a little bit light in the front row, and to lose AFB, I'm just, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm upset for the the um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the one of the stalwarts of the middles there, Toru Harris. So much admiration for that bloke, but he looks like any game could be his last because he's oh, just mate. that much bandage He's too on tough him. for his own He's good. so tough, but yeah. like he has so many little injuries. He just seemingly plays through them all, but man, he's been tough throughout his career, but certainly twilight of his career as well, playing arguably the best footy of his career, but another year on, hopefully not, but potentially a few injuries come as well. You know, yeah, who comes I, in? Who's look, next? Warriors, I could, like, so Webster has been a revelation, killed it. I could see, like, it's like anything in life. You, you know, it's, it's not just all the way up and let's go. There's little bumps in the road and you go back. I could see a slight lull for a year or two with Webster as he regenerates the next guys coming through. It, 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 honestly, if he can keep that top four finishing over the next few years, it will be nothing short of a miracle because how the hell could you do that when you didn't even – the systems weren't even in place for these juniors coming through other than this year. Yeah. I think as well, as you said, with when you're replacing front row forwards, especially a guy like AFB. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I can give you a list of a million guys who were the biggest guys in reserve grade and in the juniors that dominated, but you don't know how those guys yeah. are going to handle it until they get into the fucking arena. Oh, absolutely. AFB's come into the arena and has dominated. He's a Dalian front row forward. He's a you know right at the top tier of front row forwards in our game. And it's all good and well to like there's gonna be so many next pain horses over the next twenty years mm. that just come to absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because it is really easy. Like you, you go back to that Toyota Cup and you look at those teams of the years, all these front rowers that had these unbelievable seasons, they last fifteen games in first grade because yeah. they come up against men and it's a different story. Yeah. Absolutely. You got all these big body front row forwards through junior grades that look like they're gonna promise the world, deliver an atlas. It's hard. Mm. That's uh, one of your best. <laughs> like that, <one? laughs> that is actually that is actually fucking unbelievable. How long's that been in the back pocket for, mate? <laughs> Swag for a while. That is unbelievable. That's one that of is your, great. That is so good. I've literally never heard that, yeah. Guru. You are on fire this year. You've had your your M right now. Yeah, best year, yeah. <laughs> Holy promise the world, deliver an atlas, eh? Hey? Oh my god. Yeah, that's red hot. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, everything done on AFP boys yeah, in the Warriors? Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.